Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. This week on the show, we'll talk about lunch at Cafe Sunflower. What? Simple Truth Cheesy Puffs. And try the oat milk plus dark chocolate and oat milk. And try the oat milk and dark chocolate bar from Endangered Species Chocolate. Yeah, we will. Just leave the flub in there. Yeah, I will. It's fine. I will. I'll leave it right in. It's fine. Who cares? I mean, I do, but I'll leave it in. Who, who is going to not still listen if they weren't already going to not listen? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who's that turning off? I agree. If this turned you off, tweet us and tell us that when we botch the intro, it makes you want to stop listening to the rest of the episode. An early... or, uh, um. It also... That Benny has got you really loopy. All right, all right. right. (laughs) An easy, not early, easy was the word I was looking for. Uh, Solution would be for me to stop doing the intro. No, I like when you do... do Why? Because you like the break? I think it's nice that we trade off. Okay. I still am hung up on the intro, though. Yeah, well... I think we need to word it differently. Wow, episode one. Come on. Vibes. Do you want me to just not talk about it until I have a solution? No, let's workshop it. it. Forget it. How are you? Jesus Christ. How are you? I'm really good. Yeah? Yeah. Big day. It was a big day. We went and we saw the Obama portraits at the High Museum. Tomorrow is their last day in Atlanta. They're moving on to Houston. You thought it was Chicago. I thought it was Chicago, but they... Our child said... (laughs) Guess again. He sure did. He knew. You're close, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then we had lunch at, or brunch at Cafe Sunflower. And then tonight, uh, Dave and I are going on a date. And it's a big it's a big day in the Streepy house. You still haven't decided where you want to go on the date. I think I think I want to do the Pond City Market games. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> I you don't wanted think... to take the dog to a fancy dog park. I did with, with drinkies. There's a dog park bar. Yeah, and it looks really fun. But I don't think that Bandit has all the shots he needs. I think he's overdue on one that he needs. Okay. So are you doxing our dog right now? Yeah, Bando's not up to date. Everybody. Well, you're saying his name. Yeah, his name's. We've said it before. Okay. Well, then never mind. Should I bleep it out? No. I have the bleep sound. It's safe. not super. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> wow. How are you? I'm good. I'm I've got more energy than you do. Yeah. You yeah. got a you got a big brunch in your belly. I do. I have a huge brunch in my You're belly. Just kind of rolling around the brunch at this point. Yeah. I want to nap, but I promised the kid that I would take him on an adventure after this, so that's what I'm doing. It's being charitable to call it an adventure. What is what are you doing? <laughs> he wants to go shopping. He wants to go. To Target to yes. spend some birthday money. Yes. It's fun. An adventure. It'll be fun. We're how, far, gonna, how far away is the Target? We're going to walk, though, because it's so far? nice out. Yeah. How far away is it? It's like a third of a mile. Yeah. It's real close. Adventure awaits. <laughs> get your get your traveler's cloak. It's going to be get really... your bag of rubies. It's going to be really fun. I just... I am tired. But anyway, this isn't about me. How are you? I told you I was good. I got big energy. Yeah. I got big energy and I got eyes to see 
and I'm calling them like I see them. That's right. Yeah, I did all the same stuff that you did. We did it together. That's right. Yep. That's That's pretty great. Yep. There were the Obama portraits, and also there was a cause exhibit, which Mm -hmm. was really fun. A lot of bright, bold colors. Yeah. A lot of big geometric shapes. That's right. That's right. It was really fun. It's a good time. It was a good time. So, do you want to recommend a podcast? Sure, do. Get a review. I sure will check. Mr. Pinkphone still reigns as the most recent review. Yep. If you want to dethrone Mr. Pinkthrone, Mr. Nope. Pinkphone. Yep. It's easy to do. All you have to do is open up your podcast app on your iPhone and leave us a review. I'm going to give you an example of a review right now. I haven't reviewed a podcast in a minute. Oh, you know what I haven't read is my review for Depression Mode with John Moe, I don't think. Okay. Okay. This show used to be called The Hilarious World of Depression, but I believe that when he joined the Maximum Fun Network, they changed the name to Depression Mode. One of my favorite podcast names of all time, maybe. So good. Uh, as the name suggests, it's about mental health. So I reviewed this podcast. The headline I wrote was doing the work and the body of the, because that's a therapy thing. Anyway, Mm -hmm. the body, I'm funny, everybody. The body of the review says, I love how John Moe talks about mental health in such an easy, approachable way. His interviews are always compassionate, kind, and eye-opening. Thank you for helping destigmatize conversations about mental health, exclamation point. Your thoughts. Well said. Thanks. Yeah. I think um, you used a term that the reason I raised an eyebrow is that term is frequently just taken out of it and used for everything. Yeah, I'm guilty of that yeah. for sure. Um, but that's not a criticism. I think it's it applies here. And then you were, you were thoughtful about what you specifically like. Good, good review. Thanks. He has great guests, y'all. Do you, is that, are you saying we need great guests? Oh, no, I'm just Should saying. Should we get great guests? I'm just saying he has great guests. Yeah. Yep. Did you give it five stars? Of you course I, what, I, how many of stars course, you gave it? five stars always, guys. Five stars unless you're a monster. For example, in the most recent episode, he had Nick Kroll and Brandon, Brandon Kyle Goodman on. Two of my. You want to do a clean take of that name? Sure. He had Nick Kroll and Brandon Kyle Goodman on. Y'all, I love Brandon Kyle Goodman. He's so funny. I'm not familiar with him. He um, he has a podcast <laughs> that I also like. What podcast is that? I can't remember. Oh. But he also wrote on Big Mouth Okay. with Nick Kroll. You can uh, look up what podcast it is right I now. I could. I'm going to look that up. that dot on this episode. He's also had like Joel Kim Booster on. He had uh-huh. Patty Harrison on. Uh-huh. Maybe I've just heard him on like every podcast because as I'm scrolling these results, it's a lot of things I listen to. He was on Urgent Care. He was on Askarana. He was on Attitudes. He was on Homophilia, Couples Therapy, all these pods that I listen to. Depression Mode. I don't know. I guess he doesn't have a podcast that I listen to. He's just been a guest on like half the podcasts I listen to. Brandon Kyle Goodman, you blew it. Because this was your chance to get your <laughs> podcasts highlighted by Talking Tofu. What? And our incredible reach. <laughs> but instead, we're just going to talk about all the episodes of every podcast that you were a guest on instead. Yes. That's what we're going to do. Okay, good segment. Thanks. Good segment. Thanks. Glad we did that. Yes. Me too. How much time is left? I don't really know. I didn't okay. pay attention to when we started. It was a joke anyway. <laughs> there is no amount of time that's left because we never decided how big the container that we had to fill was. Yeah. Well, you said 37 minutes that one time. Is 37 minutes, are we setting that as our standard then? No. We have no standards. But I'm asking right now, do you want to set 37 minutes as our It's okay if we always exceed our standards. That's a good thing. I think 45 minutes but let's should build be our a floor. standard. 45 feels long for a bad episode. Okay, 35. Why 37? Because 37, you look at 37 and you're like, oh, it naturally hit that length. 35, 40, 45 means they were trying to time out to something. Oh. 37 to the to the dumb listener is like, oh, this must have just been like 
They they made it's like when you see thirty seven minutes or a strange time on like a Netflix show or something. You're like, oh, it was exactly as long as it needed to be. They didn't feel compelled to to hit a certain time. Listener, I just want you to know that uh, I don't think that you're dumb. These listeners aren't dumb. Nor does Dave. I no, guess. these listeners aren't dumb. Okay. They're good. the ones that are listening regardless of how long. They're not looking at length. No. Right. No. Our listener would never do that. Hey, and if you want to leave us a review, do you know how you do that? Yeah. You open up your phone. You tap on the Apple Podcasts app. Or Spotify. But uh, I don't check those. Really. Maybe we should. Probably we should. Then... <sighs> You go to our podcast, then you scroll down, scroll, scroll until under the ratings and it says tap to rate a number of stars. You'll see Mr. Pinkphone's review there and underneath it, you will see write a review. If you tap that, you can write a review. Five stars, please. And um, uh, make it nice because we are delicate flowers with a lot of feelings in our hearts. Do you think we have reviews on Spotify? Uh, Does Spotify even do reviews? They just started. You have to have 10 reviews before you can see any of them or something like that. There's some dumb policy that we can't see our reviews. Well, that should be the campaign. (laughs) Get us to 10. Get us to 10 reviews on Spotify. Yeah. We should be checking. Let's do that. Can we buy reviews? What? We're not going to buy reviews, everyone. I didn't say we were going to. I said, can we? I'm I'm sure you spitballing. I'm sure you can. But why would you do that? So that you can see the reviews. Oh, just buy nine so we can see the one that we got? <laughs> no, I want to see all ten. I want to see what I paid for. Oh, yeah. Well, someone someone did review us on Spotify because she let me know. See? And that's when I went in and was like, I can't see it. And then I saw that it won't show the reviews until you get a certain number. I think it was ten. might have been five. Well, I don't know. I haven't checked since I'm that day. I'm downloading Spotify right now. And okay. I'm going to leave a review. Cool. So that's, we're halfway there. I'm signed in. Now I'm going to search for talking tofu. Ooh, it's really taking a long time to come up. All right. There's talking tofu. All right. Only listeners to the show can rate it. So I got to listen to it. Or do you have to listen or do you just subscribe? No, you have to listen. But I'm following it now. Now I'm going to rate it. No, check out a few episodes and then come back and get it. So I have to listen to this to be able to... Ugh, what a drag. <laughs> All right. So I'm scrubbing this one. Write to us at talkingtofupod at gmail.com. Do I really sound like that in the world? Yeah. Really? Wow. Our first episode was 27 minutes long. Was it really? Yeah. Below the standard. All right, so I have, according to the service, I have listened to an episode. So now I'm going to, ah, five stars. Submit. So people do that. Do do what I just did. You don't have to, well, here's a little trick. You just scrub through the episode. I listened to about 15 seconds total, and I didn't enjoy any of it. But I got to the end of it and completed the episode, and then it allowed me to review it or rate it. Still no review, though. Just rating. So you said reviews are there? Yes. Becky was on her phone. Yeah. Not doing the work for the podcast. No. See what I did there? Yes. 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 We've come what full circle. What were you doing? I was still trying to find Wordle? out what podcast I'm associating Brandon Kyle Goodman with in my head. Wow. Wow. <sighs> All right. It's talking, it's talking to news. It's... It is, and this is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news, and we talk about it. This one kind of needs a little bit of an on-ramp, so uh, we'll just figure it out as we go along. This one is from thetakeout.com, and uh, came out, was it Thursday, March 17th, uh, 2022? It's written by Dennis Lee. It says, Burger King's all-vegan menu sounds pretty awesome, actually. And this is referring to a... Uh, stunts the wrong word, but Burger King is 
has one location in London, somewhere in London, with an all-vegan menu. And it's open for blah amount of time to gauge interest in specific menu items. But the entire menu is vegan. Wow. Yeah. So, I'm just booking plane tickets uh, over here. Yeah, you are. So Dennis Lee went there, presumably, and tested it out. And so I thought this would be a good way to, A, give it like a rundown of what's there and while giving somebody some thoughts on what's there, you know? Mm-hmm. So Dennis Lee says, fast food and a vegan lifestyle don't exactly go hand in hand. Danny, or sorry, Dennis, you <laughs> <laughs> said it. Uh, considering the majority of fast food items involve animal products, whether it's some form of dairy meat and ingredients we're unaware of, selecting vegan items at the drive-thru is not an easy task. Burger King, however, I guess this would have done the on-ramp for me. However, is making moves towards vegan offerings by launching a month-long 100% vegan menu trial at a storefront in London. So Dennis did a better job of summarizing the situation than I did right yes. there. So if I was rating this article, mm-hmm. I'd give it five stars. Yeah, for sure. And if I was giving it a review, I would talk about how I tried to do the same thing but didn't do it as well as Dennis. Yeah. You know, really give Dennis his flowers. Uh, it will help determine whether this could be a sustainable business model for the brand. Runs this week through April 10th, happening at the Leicester Square location, Burger King's flagship London restaurant. I think if they don't make a VK sign oh. and call themselves Vegan King, missed oh. opportunity. Yeah. That's my big thoughts on this so far. Also, could they have not done this in Atlanta? Of course not, because UK Dennis, vegans, you are so lucky. <laughs> Dennis pr- proposes that no, it would be difficult to do here. VK or do it in Atlanta? To do it in America. Oh. So. The the Brandon Kyle Goodman podcast, while oh you're looking, God. was called Do the Work. It uh-huh. was a podcast where you got two people together. Are you kidding And me? they would have a conversation about race. I know. It's called Do the Work. Uh, and the reason that I couldn't come up with the name is because the last episode was in December of 2020. Got it. So I feel better about myself. So, okay. Here's the thing. I'm still... I've committed to... Five stars for this article, and I'm sticking with the commitment to five stars for this article. What is Jenna doing over there? Pacing around. Clacking around. Do you have to go potty, Jenna? Do you need to go out? She needs to go potty. I'm going to let her out. Are you ready to continue? I am. Thank you. Okay. So, like I said, I committed to a a five-star review for Dennis's article, and I stand behind that, but I got to say... I got to confess, I didn't read the article beforehand. <laughs> it doesn't list out any of the menu items on the menu. Hmm. Um, so, But Dennis, you've described the situation really well. Again, that is at thetakeout.com. Guys, give Dennis the click. This is not Dennis's fault that I claimed he wrote an article that he didn't write. You know? So take it, you know, um, take it out on me. Don't take it out on Dennis. Dennis has got mouths to feed. But uh, I also now have, I'm going to jump from, you know, too far out on one limb to too far out on another limb. And I've Googled it again. And so now I think I've got something. This is Veg News. This is Nicole Axworthy, March 11th, 2022. Headline, Burger King opens a vegan location in London with 25 plant-based options. Now, a headline like that, that says 25 plant-based options has got to tell you what those 25 plant-based options are, right? So, okay, we're close. The vegan location will figure, feature Burger King's biggest plant-based menu yet, featuring its iconic plant-based Whopper and Vegan Royale, along with 23 other options, including a kid's meal with junior-sized offerings. The menu also includes a vegan bacon double cheeseburger, chicken nuggets, chili cheese bites, and the newly launched Japanese-inspired vegan katsu royale and the plant-based katsu chili whopper. So, still not an exhaustive 25-item list, but better and a pretty pretty comprehensive roundup. And in their picture, the big chicken is there as well. And the big chicken was my favorite BK sandwich. Mm-hmm. So... Well, according to plant-based news, there will be vegan hamburgers, cheeseburgers, nugget burgers, nugget burgers, cheese bites, onion rings, ice cream, and fries, along with the katsu sandwiches. 
The full menu can be found at the bottom of this article. Well, well, well. Let's scroll. Oh, oh hey, the Royale is their big chicken sandwich. That's what they call it over there. Maybe uh, they call it that over here, too, and I just don't know. So a lot of these are like variations on things. So there's like Whopper, Cheese Whopper, Cheese and Bacon Whopper, and then uh-huh. Juniors of a lot of those, too. Okay. Like Cheeseburger, Bacon Cheeseburger. So that really is... Uh, there's Chili Cheese Bites. We already said that. Ben and Jerry's Cookie on Cookie Dough Non-Dairy Ice Cream. Not just ice cream. Um, yeah, the list that we read actually is pretty much it. It's just variations on those yeah. themes. Yep. Well, I but mean, that's still, fast food in a nutshell, right? Yeah, but still extensive. Yeah. So BK leading the charge once again. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Where's McDonald's. That? Where's that Beyond Big Mac? McDonald's. Get with it and make some fries that we can eat. Yeah. But that Beyond Big Mac. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. But then, And you can call it that. Is the thing you can call it beyond Big Mac, and that's good marketing because it's beyond the Big Mac. Mm-hmm. It's using what makes Beyond Meat such a good name and applies it to the Big Mac, like it. It's turnkey. Writes itself, really. Have, Very you, have you done it yet, McDonald's? Have you done it yet? This is a bad episode so far. No, it's going great. Should we talk about Cafe Sunflower next? Yeah. So full disclosure, we are friends with um the the people who run Cafe Sunflower. This is not journalism. Still, I think it's it's fair to say that, right? No. Right. Should I cut that out? No, it's fine. Was it dumb? It's Was fine. it dumb to say? We were excited to go back and we were excited to, to hopefully see them again. Yeah. We like to see our friendies when we go there. Yeah. Yeah. So we were in Midtown Atlanta at the High Museum and we decided to go out to Cafe Sunflower for lunch because it was close by and we were already out and we were already going indoors places. And so why stop now, you know? So we went and had brunch, which I hadn't had brunch at Cafe Sunflower in obviously years, but even before the pandemic hit, it had been a minute, I think. So we drove over there, got in, got seated, had a delightful little brunch. You and I both got the vegan, I I don't have to say vegan, um, the Tofu Benedict. Yep. And our child got the chicken and waffles. Sure did. And I got... A pineapple refresher, which was a ginger pineapple cucumber juice, and it was amazing. So good. Refresher was exactly the right name for it. Cucumber makes everything refreshing, and pineapple to me has a nice flavor, but sometimes can be too sweet. But they did it just like the right amount where you got the pineapple, but it wasn't like sweetness all over your mouth, you know? Oh, just so balanced and so good. Definitely, if they have that pineapple refresher when you're there, get it. It's a special um, drink, so it's not always on the menu. Sorry to interrupt you, but I forgot. I I wanted to really talk about that drink. It was so good. Yeah. I was going to say I was delighted at how populated the restaurant was. Mm -hmm. Sounds like an anti-pandemic thing to say, but I was happy for Cafe Sunflower Mm -hmm. that they had so, so many patrons. Yeah. In the restaurant. What'd you think of the the tofu Benny? Oh, I took notes. I took notes because that's how I do it. Um, I wrote that it was a treat. I thought that the herbs hollandaise sauce that they made was incredible. The color was really perfect, just that like vibrant yellow. And I thought the texture was great and the, the like herbs and it had that eggy flavor, I'm guessing from black salt. It was just... Such a great hollandaise sauce. Mm-hmm. And then they serve it on a wheat English muffin, which I appreciate because I love whole wheat bread. Mm-hmm. I think it t- tastes better to mm-hmm. me. Um, and it's a little round piece of tofu mm-hmm. and then also a vegan sausage slice. And I had some with and some without because I shared my sausage with the child. Yeah. And it was good both with and without the sausage. Okay. And then it came with asparagus that was cooked like perfectly where it was like tender but still crisp. And then it came with a mixed potato hash, sweet potato and white potato that was delightful. And I loved it. And I have leftover potatoes to eat at another time. What did you think of the Benny? 
Uh, I really enjoyed it. I do want to highlight some differences from what I think my expectations might be with Benedict. Yeah. And maybe it's my own specific expectations, but I do want to emphasize that I really liked what I had. I just noticed a couple of things that were different and thought that this might be helpful to know. There, like you said, the sausage is part of it, mm-hmm. where I was kind of expecting Canadian bacon mm-hmm. as part of a traditional eggs benedict. Oh, yeah, you're right. But, I mean, it's not, it's clear on the menu, and the taste profile is really good, and it has a really good place there. But again, A and B, you know? Yeah, yeah. And also, the tofu itself was pretty firm. And I, I had in my head a lighter poached type experience like a fluffier experience but i think this firmness again worked with the english muffin worked with the sausage really well to make a good like knifeable bite and the flavor was amazing i thought i agree with you on the the hollandaise was amazing oh so good even Um, the kid who he does not like most sauces he really liked the hollandaise well he likes ketchup he does like ketchup, yeah. but this didn't Big taste ketchup like ketchup. Fan. Yeah, we in fact so we were like to that point. We in fact said you would have liked this except for the hollandaise sauce. We think, and yeah. he was like, "No, I liked that sauce." Yeah, which is that is I mean high praise, huge. Mm-hmm. So I really really enjoyed the experience of it. I enjoyed the flavor of it. The potatoes, sweet potatoes, are a no for me. So dinged a point for that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cafe Sunflower. Don't you know that Dave <laughs> that doesn't I like sweet potatoes? don't like sweet potatoes. Cafe Sunflower. I almost walked out. I love sweet potatoes. I almost pot- walked out. Potatoes. Yeah, he did. He started to flip the table over and I was like, Dave, I'll take the sweet potatoes. It's okay. I said, that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> got real, got real poopy. Yeah. Uh, the asparagus was fantastic. Oh, Loved so the asparagus. Overall, 10 out of 10. Yeah. 10 out of 10, except for the sweet potatoes. Gosh, it was so good. So 9.75 out of 10. 10 out of 10 for me. And the for kids as well, I think. the rest of the world well, likes sweet potatoes, yeah. And then I did get a bite of the kids. The Actually, chicken and waffles were good. Yeah, I got quite a few bites of the yeah. chicken and waffles. I traded that sausage for a lot of chicken and waffles. Yeah. Um, it was just like a big, fluffy Belgian waffle. It was more than one. Yeah. Two, maybe it was, three. It was a ton of waffles. It was... It was one waffle, and it was the four quarters of the waffle lined up. Oh, I thought it was several small waffles. Okay. <laughs> Imagine a waffle iron-sized waffle. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. It's just big, right? We're not talking ego. Mm-mm. It was a big waffle. Right. We have leftover Like the size waffle. of a waffle iron. It was big. Right. Fat. Like the size of a waffle produced from a waffle like iron. Like a waffle iron size. Like if you had a large hand... <laughs> like a large hand. Yeah, like really large. Right. Like thumb to pinky on that large hand would be like the diameter of this waffle if the four pieces were put together. Mm-hmm. But each piece broken out into its quarters and lined up, each piece about the size of a small hand. Like a child. Four small hands next to each other. Yeah, like a baby's hand. Like you're on a little league team. And you're about to go out on the field to play and everybody brings their hands in to (laughs) say, one, two, three, go. Like if four of those hands next to each other Mm -hmm. is what you would see. That's how the waffles were lined up. Yeah. So big waffle in smaller pieces. Am I I cutting through? Yeah, I think I'm starting to get it. If you could explain it a little more. So then there was a seitan chicken cutlet that was breaded and fried, and the breading was, like, nice and crisp, and they slice it into little fingers, and it came with a mustard maple syrup. So it was, like, maple syrup, but it was made spicy with mustard powder. It was such a neat flavor, really good with the chicken and the waffles, and then it came with whipped cream and blueberries on the side, and it was just a delight. Gosh, it was so good. It was a treat. We were eating off of each other's plates a lot. Me yeah. and the kid. Yeah. Not me and you. No. We ordered the same thing. Correct. It would have been silly. It would have made no sense at all. Right. Yeah. Just so good. Gosh, so good. The, it was really hard to decide what to order. Usually when I go to Cafe Sunflower, I get the buffalo lollipops, which are um, vegan wings with their buffalo sauce. And um, it was really hard. That's on the brunch menu. But Dave pointed out 
that getting brunch at Cafe Sunflower is a special thing, like you can only get it really during a few hours of the week. You can get those other things that are on the menu all the time. We'll come back for buffalo lollipops at some other time, but let's brunch today. And I, I was really That's happy right. with my order. That's right. I did, I did police everybody's order. You made to a good make sure that we were having yeah. a controlled experience. You were right to do that, though. I think because I think we, yeah, I, I tend to go for like more lunch dinner stuff and mm-hmm. skip over breakfasty stuff. And I'm, I'm glad that I mm-hmm. kind of spread out a little. Wow. That Benedict was so good. Also, now we can go back and have regular menu. Yeah. And talk about it. I'm trying to bank episodes here. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sure can. I think we can have an episode where we have Annie on. Mm-hmm. And we do it from Cafe Sunflower. Aww. And we try everything on the menu. <laughs> and we do it all in order. And there's drinks. And it's all free. <laughs> right, right, right. So that sounds great. Stay and like, tuned for that. Sounds like something they'd be agreeable yeah, to. Yeah. And it's not asking yeah. too much in any way. No, not at all. And <laughs> I think we're putting it out there now into the world. Um, this is kind of a vision board, an audio vision board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, an, mm-hmm. an oral board? No, it not, don't. Come on. <laughs> I said oral. Oral. An oral board? Now you... You're filthy. You're fi- we already did that. <laughs> you can't deet your way out of your filthy filth. <laughs> so should we talk about what else is on the brunch menu? Because there had some other options that looked incredible. The other thing the kid was eyeing was the blueberry pancakes. Well, to be fair, he was eyeing that burger. Yeah, he was eyeing that burger, burger and we were like, yeah. no, <laughs> you're not getting a burger. You're getting brunch. So he was eyeing these blueberry pancakes. They come with almond butter, blueberry coulis, more of that house-made whipped cream. And what I liked about the pancakes for him was that you could get a half stack. I thought that would be a nice, like, kid-friendly portion. I was gonna, I was trying to steer him there, but then he got really excited about the chicken and waffles. I was torn between getting the Benedict and the chicken biscuit. Oh, yeah. I which was chicken biscuit is a seitan chicken with a sweet orange jalapeno marmalade, like... Those four words together, mm-hmm. hell yeah. In our homemade biscuit, side of home fries, kale salad, and tofu scramble. Tofu scramble on the side? God damn it. Yeah. You know? Serious. God damn it. Yeah. You can't really make a wrong choice. Right. I saw on our way out, I saw someone who had that. Yeah. And it was an ep- Like it had just, just been- sitting there going, God damn it. I said, God damn it. And everyone in the restaurant turned around. Yeah. It, it looked really good. All of the items described here look like, think about the best version of them. Yeah. That's what was on this plate. The marmalade was like a quarter inch thick on that biscuit. I could see it just glancing over as we walked by. Ton of that marmalade. Oh, it looked good. Also... The loaded breakfast burrito, tofu scramble, avocado, home fries, sausage, black beans, onions, vegan cheese, and a spinach tortilla topped with homemade chipotle sauce and served with sweet potato chips and house-made salsa. Just for the record, sweet potato chips, I say, woo! I say, god damn no. um, <laughs> Here's the thing. I love all of these ingredients except for sweet potato, but they're not in the burrito. And the thing that... Uh, steered me away from this was the term loaded because I was like, well, I don't want to get loaded this early. <laughs> Lo- I understand that it was loaded with food. Right, right. But I knew that we had all this to get to. Yeah. And I didn't want it to be sitting too heavy, but I might try that again next time. Or I might try it next time. Yeah. So there are a couple of all the time menu items on here, which we won't get into, but the last brunch item is the avocado toast. It's sunflower seed wheat toast topped with avocado guacamole. Avocado guacamole. Avocado guacamole. Cilantro sprouts and home fries on avocado toast. What a great idea. Served with a fruit cup and a side of kale and balsamic dressing. I think we did right. I think we did the right choice. I think so too. I I would like to do brunch again and try other things. Well, we will. Yeah. It's going to be part of that episode. Where we go and try everything on the menu. Oh, right, right, right. They're right, going right. to make the brunch menu for us, too. Oh, okay. This is going to be in the evening, though, because I don't want to get up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course. Why, and would... because I want to have the drinks, and I don't want to do day drinking. You yeah, know? of course. So, I'll drive, I guess. Sure. Yeah, whatever. I mean, sure. I'll drive. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but, yeah. So we'll get the chance to try those there. Mm-hmm. When we try everything else. on and the menu. And anything that 
used to be on the menu but isn't anymore is also going to be included. Yeah, if that was because a chef is no longer, they'll bring them back. Or the I guess. dish was, you know, just not popular or whatever. Like any any iteration of any dish that's ever been there is going to be included in this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So look forward to it. Look forward to it. And if you want to, you know. Uh, tweet at us and them and be like, when's this episode coming out? Ah, I really need it. Is it coming out this week? You know, it'll be a bit of a lift to say no, it's not every time, but it'll show that the excitement's there. I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing that's going to happen. So, um, yeah, if you're not familiar with Cafe Sunflower, it's up in Buckhead, which mm-hmm. is like North Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of a fine dining place. It feels fancy when you're there. They have indoor and outdoor seating, right? At least right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know about in winter, but there was outdoor seating today. We didn't take it because I didn't want to be cold. It's March 25th. It'll never be winter again. <laughs> That's how it feels. Yeah. I love that feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's a generally like, it's an upscale place, but you don't, it doesn't feel like hoity-toity. I don't know. Did I say hoity-toity? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Like, you could definitely, like, wear jeans and a t-shirt, but you could also, like, dress up for a fancy date. It's an upscale place for your downscale face. There it is. Right? That should be their their motto. So we love Cafe Sunflower. It's a great place. For your low-key face? Ooh. I like that. It's just (laughs) low-key? Oh, yeah. Maybe not. That's that's all the low-key bit that I've got. It was good. I liked it. I look no, forget it. Should we have should we have snack number one? Yeah. All right, let's do it. So how how did these get into our house? I was at Kroger. Okay. Uh I've talked about this before, but our Kroger not too long ago, it's been some months now, but they got rid of their natural food section, which was like where all the vegan stuff was. It's now all over the store. Um, which I have mixed feelings about. It definitely is less convenient for me as a shopper, but I do like that those vegan options are kind of out in the store so that anyone could encounter them, you know? Otherwise, like, people would just avoid that whole section maybe, but now that everything's everywhere, you can see all the... Anyway, so what they do have, though, is like a snacks section, Mm -hmm. and a lot of the good vegan snacks, that's where it is, and I always like to cruise by there and see what's in it, and I saw these Cheesy Puffs. They were Simple Truth brand, which is the Kroger store brand. Um, and they looked like cheese doodles. And I was like, well, I, I, I want those. Yeah. I want those in my mouth. You said, I want that? I want that. And, and then you grabbed it? <laughs> and then I grabbed it. Okay. Didn't ask anyone if it was okay. Why would you? Why would I? Yeah. I wanted it. Yeah. So um, that's how this made it. In fact, I was so excited I bought two bags because I think it was on some kind of a a two for five or special like that. Yeah. Um. So we have a whole second bag of these in the pantry. Great. Let's eat them. Do we? We don't have to eat them. No, we're I gonna, ate them already. We'll this each eat not, one to refresh why? our, to remind ourselves, to remind our mouths, remind your, remind your mouth, Dave Strippy. So they look like cheese doodles with a with like a bit of a green tinge to them because they are made from peas, like those like those pea crackers. The face it's that Dave so is bad. making. It's so bad. I'm not finishing it. You can't make me finish it. It's actively... Oh, it's so bad. Why did you make me eat it again? What does this... What does me saying it's bad this way do differently from me just remembering that it was bad and saying it was bad? Did you think I was going to change my mind? No, it's bad. Did you think bad. I was going to be more specific? It tastes like... It tastes bad. It tastes like bad it's like if there's like a bitterness to it that's not why did you do this pleasant there's a flavor from the puff part that comes through and it's like in a fist fight with the cheese flavoring with the the cheese flavoring on its own like if you get the cheese flavoring on your fingers the the cheese powder is good but then you put it on these puffs and it is not good. When you when you crunch into it for a split second, you think it's going to be a good time. That's because your tongue has only experienced the cheese coating, which tastes good. Uh, sure. But then it's like the snack threw up in your mouth. It is like that. It tastes like bitter, like bile. Mm-hmm. It's bad. 
I was gonna say it tastes like there's um, a healthy juice option at the Arden's Garden mm-hmm. smoothie. Like, what's that water? It's not oh, like the, the, the pH. No, it's not the pH water. There's like a vegetable water base that you can add to it with the lemon in it. I don't know. There's the green one is called pH. Yeah, it's like a lemony okay. green juice. Well, then sure that. I'm sorry, you fed me a god awful snack for a second <laughs> time, and then asked me to describe what. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's the a pH hard... water. It yeah. tastes like something about that, like that thin trace vegetable flavor replacing cheese kicking the cheese flavor out only keeping the texture of a cheese puff which is not a bad texture that's a great texture yeah i think the base it reminds me of those harvest crisps we call them bean crackers they're like the green mm. they're shaped like a pea pod yep yeah like but then these i feel like have this flavor to them that those do not because i like the heart or maybe it's just the combination of this coating on Mm -hmm. these because there's a barbecue one of these i got that those are edible these i'm going to compost them they're so bad they're really the worst snack i've had in a long time don't eat them don't do it the barbecue one simple truth of this one (laughs) is that it's a miss Mm mm-hmm yeah, so is this a thumbs up for you, Dave, or a thumbs No, no, it's a thumbs down for me. I didn't like it at all. I'd give it both thumbs down. Yeah, I'm going to put it back out of Ugh. out of the tape. Get it off this table. Dave. Yeah. I have another snack. Do you think that we should try to redeem ourselves? Sure. All right. How much worse could it get? <laughs> Not much worse. So... This is an endangered species chocolate bar. It is oatmeal. Made from endangered species? Mm-hmm. This no, one's made clear. from elephants. Let's, let's, we got to unpack what it is because we... Okay, so this company gives 10% of their profits to... It says on the front, save our wildlife. Mm. Don't know where the money goes, but I'm, I'm going to assume somewhere... Oh, look inside to learn more about... Oh, that's the, a trick. The grave zebra. The grevy zebra. Nope. I wonder if they just take this 10% and then lay this money in front of an endangered species and then the endangered species clearly doesn't know what to do with the money. So, so they then they say, well, pockets. if you're not going to use it, <laughs> we <laughs> offer 10% of our profits to endangered species and they turn us down every time. <laughs> but we do offer. So uh, they do that. They offer their money to this elephant pictured on the front of the package I here. it was a gray zebra. No, this one's an elephant. The elephant is their logo. So it's but- a black and white striped bar. Yeah. So you can understand my confusion from this side of the table mm-hmm. that you're talking about an elephant. And then on the back, anyway, and on the back, it says you can look inside to learn more about the Grevy Zebra and our promise. Oh, so that's where the info is. So, uh, Dave, you got this bar for me. Like, yeah, quite some time ago for sure. Christmas. Sure. It sounds like a sweet treat that I would give you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to try it. It's 55% cocoa, so it's like a milk chocolate. Here is the inside with the Grevy's zebra. Oh, so they give to the National Forest Foundation, the Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund International, and the African Wildlife Foundation. So that's wow. legit. So 10% of your chocolate bar goes to that. Wow, wow, wow. Excuse me. I just ate a huge brunch, so I'm just going to have one square. My belly is very full. Okay, okay. So almond, this is what? I'm smelling it. I'm smelling it a la Andrew from Make It Dairy Free. Just um, getting the aroma. Uh, Okay. Didn't matter what I was saying. I'm sorry. What were you going to (laughs) say? I'm smelling it. I'm smelling it. (laughs) I'm smelling it. I was getting clear on what the ingredients were. Oh. Ooh, they use whole grain oats. You can tell. Oh, I really like this. It's very good. It's sweet and creamy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have any of that. I've mentioned before when we've tried vegan milk chocolates, like they'll sometimes have a taste to them. Like a good texture, but like a weird. It's a vegan milk chocolate taste, but these do not have that. Okay. Because oats don't really have an aftertaste. I gotta say, this is a sweeter, 
experience than you would expect from a dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is lovely. But I think that's important. Mm-hmm. I don't think this would pair with wine or things that dark chocolate would traditionally pair with. Mm-mm. So it's important to know going into this, it's great. It's got its place. Mm-hmm. And you've got to know its place because it's not going to suggest its place to you from its description. Yeah. Well, it says dark chocolate plus oat milk. That is confusing. It's milk chocolate is what it is. It's vegan milk chocolate. But Dave's throwing the wrapper at me. Hey, do you want to learn about the Grevy Zebra? Yeah. How much time do we have to fill? I don't know. Grevy's are the largest. You love that joke. (laughs) You love that. Could you be more dismissive? (laughs) I don't know what time we started. We've been recording for about an hour. Okay. Grevy's are the largest of all zebras, and they have long necks and prominent erect manes. Oh. Oh, boy. Like a mohawk? Mm Mm-hmm. It does look like a mohawk. Look, there's a picture. Look at that guy. He's cute. He's all like, I am on an August. (laughs) The zebra is very punk rock. Their stripes are closer together and thinner than most zebras. This enables them to make a good escape and hide from predators. To make a good escape is such an old-timey, I love it. Uh, they do not form permanent herds or permanent social bonds between adults. Adults is what I said. Adults. They also spend 60% of their time grazing. Uh, and their teeth are well adapted for grazing. So wow. it doesn't say that they're vegetarians, but it seems like maybe these are some vegan zebras. Maybe it seems like they could make the, the leap if they needed to. Yeah. So the grubby zebra doesn't have any reason. <laughs> just saw a couple of movies. Out of excuses. <laughs> We're going to show the zebra what the health and see what yeah. decisions they make. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was great. Yeah. I feel like my mouth has been redeemed. The sad part is like that brings us back to zero, though. It's a net zero for the snacks. Should we do star rating on the? No. On, on the, no. No. Thumbs no up. rating. Unrated episode. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The fans on the wiki, maintaining the wiki, are going to just lose their minds on this one. <laughs> we got a letter? Oh, you know what? We do. I think. Let me look. Hey, let's open up the old mailbag. That's the mailbag opening up and pulling out a digital letter. This is from Dim Sim Kitty. Who? <laughs> Dearest Dave, what? it doesn't matter that the nut, nut pucks weren't as good as you hoped. The fact that Becky stole the road trip snack that you had bought for yourself as a little treat is a grievous offense. Thank you. As a Scorpio, I can hold this grudge forever on your behalf if you wish. Oh, thank you. That, that'll make two of us. Not two Scorpios, but I have a... A non-Scorpio ability to hold grudges as well. And the the bag is bottomless. So always room for one more grudge. Can confirm. Wow. Yeah, Dim Sim Kitty signing with you. Wow. I know. I didn't. Dim Sim Kitty, I did not read this to Dave in advance. (laughs) I saved it as a treat for the pod. 10 feet tall right now. But why, oh, why did they call them nut pucks? It doesn't sound like something I want in my mouth. (laughs) Agreed. Also agree. agree. Yeah. She's also sorry to hear you had COVID and are, is glad you're feeling better. This was some time ago. Thank you. Um. Oh. Yep. <laughs> nope. That's it. What? What? <laughs> in other in other news, I have met Takey. So if uh, recently we had an episode where we were talking about Takey, uh-huh. a character from some early early episodes, and she had. Started watching later on, listening. listening. She started listening later on. Got it. And so she went, but she went back. Oh, God. Kitty, we got to talk. Though the last I heard he was playing in the street, is this how he met his fate? I will continue the saga. Uh, (laughs) Old wounds. Anyway, she is on the team Bring Back Takey, I think. She's. I'm going to just put those words right into her. Punishment if she's. Reaching back to listen to early episodes of talking as bad as it is now, <laughs> she probably looked at that first episode and was like, "27 minutes, I can catch up yeah. easily." <laughs> that's a breeze. That's a natural length. <laughs> that's how long it naturally is. That's how long it naturally should yeah. be. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> Thanks for the letter, Dim Sum Kitty. Yeah. If you want to write us a letter, you should. Uh, you can. All right, I'll do the whole thing. And we. <laughs> Stop. 
<laughs> we would love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try, if you have thoughts about an episode, if you got a question we can answer, we never get questions. I know, ask us questions. If you just want to say hello, if you want to draw us a picture. Yeah, we don't get, wanna, we would like a picture too. We haven't gotten a picture in some time. If you want to give us advice. Mm-hmm. If you want to take a picture of something and send it to us in the world. Yeah, if you got a beetroot latte stain you, you want to share. If you want to send us a link to a Talking Toe News, to a submission for potential inclusion in Talking Toe News. I can't do it all myself. I can barely do it all myself. Then write to us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. It's true. And if you do not want to send us an email, you can also direct message us on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to everyone. In fact, the letter from Dim Sim Kitty just now was an Instagram message. And no image too vulgar. <laughs> Let's send those to Dave, though. Send those to the Talking Tofu Instagram. No, no, don't do that. Not to either of our personal Instagrams. Send that one to uh, Line Leader <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, he's line leader on Twitter and Instagram and line leader was taken on TikTok. Send all inappropriate images no, and messages. Hey, to... that's a direct solicitation what? for that. And that's really tacky. And I'm glue and glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes at glue and If you want to send, uh, whoa, <laughs> if you want to send compliments and kind words, you can send them right to me or to the talking tofu Instagram and Twitter. I was checking to see if, how my uh, TikTok follower Okay, you can turn going. the sound down. Well, I didn't know the sound was on. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, <laughs> to me. You can send to me nice stuff. Send raunchy stuff to Dave. God, Dave. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. You are so mean. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Talking to Over is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. I'm smelling it. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.